You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an intuitive oracle card reader and an energy healer. Today's episode is about compromise and balance. And where the spirit crumbs come in with this is actually with the number 14. So if you follow me on my Concrete and Crystals page, you probably have seen me talk about the number 14 multiple times in the last year. I even did a post specifically about the number itself. And something that really brought on this interest in the number was a squirrel. So it sounds silly, but there was a day that I was working on something on my laptop with my back to my balcony and I just had this feeling like I needed to turn around and when I did there was a squirrel on it now this doesn't really sound particularly exciting but I've lived here for I guess now almost four years no just over four years and I live on the sixth floor and I have never in the entire time I've lived here, other than pigeons, ever seen any animals make it all the way up here because there's a schoolyard next door, there's dumpsters downstairs, there's lots of other places for them to hang out, and it's quite a feat to get up here. So, of course, when I saw this squirrel, which I only saw for a split second before he disappeared, I looked up the meaning for squirrels. And something that came up was the idea of a balance between work and play. And for me, being a double Capricorn and someone who is always doing some sort of work, um, this really resonated because I kind of had this epiphany that I call everything work. Like I'm working on this, I'm working on that. Even when it's something that I should be enjoying that I do genuinely want to be doing. And so that kind of spurred me on this, I don't know what, what, what I would call it, but it's kind of like this journey I'm on now to really start thinking more mindfully about how I use language for what I do on a regular basis. And within that, my artwork and the energy healing that I do and the readings that I do, I'm trying to just refer to those things as what they are instead of saying I'm going to do work or I'm going to work on this. And so I'll say like, I am going to make some prints or I am going to do a reading or I am going to do an energy healing for a client. So it's, it's made it very obvious to me that it does shift your your feet like your feelings and your energy around something when you use words that are less jarring to your subconscious because when you call something work 
of course it's going to feel like work. And that's what I realized was that all day, all I did was dread going from one thing to the next on my to-do list because I, everything was work to me. And now in terms of the number 14, that came in a bit later, but on a related day and tangent. But I just also wanted to touch on the number 14 just from my own um, life where my birthday is January 4th, which is 1-4. So it is a number that I'm used to writing out on forms and um, like visually seeing those numbers together. And then when I look at this year being a five, I think there's a reason why this is coming up for me. So in numerology, in order to find out what um, energy there is for the year, you add up the digits in the year. And so two plus two plus one is a five and one plus four is five. So for me, I think that's why it's coming up because the five energy is a lot about change and travel and adventure and just bigger shifts, which is true in the collective. And for a lot of people that's probably happening, but I think for other people, it's not quite as exciting because we're kind of in a time frame and, you know, a, a world where we're not really moving around and going on adventures right now. So, yes, we may have big shifts in our lives happening, but something that's come up for me around that is other types of energy. So not so much numerology itself, but um, Mercury and Gemini are five, the throat chakra. So a lot of the themes I've been seeing are speaking your truth. And so 14 for me, I am getting to it, is more like living your truth. And so with 14, it is something that I've been thinking about how there's a lot of different meanings ascribed to numbers. I love numbers. That's why I'm drawn to numerology. And even human design has a lot of numbers because there's the profiles and the gates and so where this really came in was I started looking at the gate 14, but what really stuck out to me is looking at gene keys and the number 14, because for me, it was a more in-depth look at what this meant. And this is where the compromise comes in. So in order to really understand it, I had to start from just the basics. And what it's called is radiating prosperity. And so for me, that's interesting because prosperity isn't something that I really think about all that much, especially in terms of like compromise or um, genius, which is brought up later. But radiating prosperity, I think that's in my head really a way of thinking about abundance and um, wealth as a frequency and an energy. And so something I, like I said, that I really wanted to talk about is compromise, but I'm going to leave that to last. But within this gene key, they talk about its connection to the solar plexus and how creativity is what brings us prosperity, not mediocrity. And when we are doing what we want to be doing and the way we want to be doing it, that is also what really brings us that abundance. And so 
it's really in the English language where work has been equated with effort. And now this is where the spirit crumb comes in, where the squirrel connected with this number. Because when I looked up this number later on, after having looked up the meaning of the squirrel, which I did do a post about the what the squirrel meant to me, um, which abundance came up in that as well, um, I realized that this idea of work was coming up again and that you need to have a balance. You can't just be focused on work because um, by considering every, every type of work an effort, it just feels very heavy and that's a very English language thing. And so where this is was leading me was into this idea of compromise. And now when you hear the word compromise, you think about how we're told all the time that in life and relationships, we need to compromise in order for everyone to be happy, right? And it's so positive. It's like, wow, you came to a compromise or, you know, that's just expected of us. But in this gene key in the radiating prosperity number 14, Compromise is diluting our genius. And so the idea is that everyone is born with inherent genius. We all have something that we are meant to do to the best of our abilities um, and with freedom. And so compromise is the byproduct of a lack of freedom. And so when I think about this, when I thought about this the first time when I came across it, I was thinking about how often in my head I've really felt strongly about something, but because someone else also felt strongly, I was the one to compromise or to just completely give up or give in, right? Not even finding a middle ground, just being like, here you go, do it your way. Um, and I think that's very common, especially for people who are like people pleasers or empaths. Um, and then there's also the other side of it where I was thinking about this too, because I always try to see the other side. Because I know I'm one where I don't want the conflict. So I'll just be like, okay, fine, we'll do your way. But on the other side of it, if you're always, always pushing other people to do things your way and not really considering that there should be a compromise on your part or that you should be open to hearing the other part, you're also not really going to learn anything. You're not going to gain insights from other people. And coming off of our series on the Celestine Prophecy, you know, if you're not listening to what other people are telling you, as we learned in that, all of our spirit crumbs and all of our coincidences come through other people. And so instead of always thinking our way is right, where we're probably going to miss, you know, some new ways of doing things that might be better for us. Um, you know, we, we really, as much as it compromise is not necessarily the right word for it, but just, realizing there's two sides of it, always giving in versus without like considering 
that the other person might need to hear our voice. That's another thing that's come up. I probably am going to do an episode on the throat chakra and the shadows, which is what I thought I was going to do this week, which is why this one's a little bit later than usual. But I decided to go with this because another spirit crumb, I was deciding between the two. And then I looked at um, my Podbean account and realized that this is episode 14. So I was like, obviously, that's the spirit crumb telling me which one to choose. But anyways, back to the compromise in this gene key, it made me realize that you know, compromising always like what our innate knowing of what we want to do is not the way to get to prosperity. And it's not the way to feel, you know, excited about life. So when I started thinking about it, it's like, when you choose something that's like a middle ground, and it's not your biggest dream, and you're like, well, this is kind of related. So for me, let's just think about it on the level of art. So when I was in high school, I was scared to take art because I didn't think I could do it. Uh, because one time in like, I don't know, maybe grade seven or eight, I we had like a class project and mine didn't look like everyone else's and I didn't get a very good mark. And then, you know, that st- sits with you. So very silly, but when I took art, it was because I also didn't knew I did not want to take drama and I did not want to do music. So I was like, I'll just do art. It seemed like the quieter option. So then I fell in love with it. So for the next three years, the art classroom was my homeroom and it was kind of like my little happy place. And I didn't make a lot of my work in class. I was very stubborn and just I just liked being in people's energy there because it's like, creative energy, which I didn't realize until later, but that was, you know, my happy place. And yet I didn't think that I was good enough to go to university for it, despite my teacher telling my parents that I could. And then later on, when I did go to college in a couple of years, I still didn't go for the full thing. But what I did do was go for visual merchandising arts. And I was like, well, it's an art in a way. So it's a way of me getting to do what I want to do. And then obviously it wasn't really (laughs) fulfilling because it wasn't me making my own things. It was me, yes, like having some creativity, but it wasn't me just being completely myself, right? And so that's why when I decided to go back to school, when I was almost 30 for art, it sounds crazy to other people, but to me it made perfect sense because... I always loved art. I always loved that class. I loved being in that environment of other people making art. And I always was happy with what I came up with at the end of the process. Um, And so now I feel a lot like it's aligned me with a lot of other things in my life um, by choosing that path. So I also started thinking about how we use the word compromise to be negative in other ways. Um, where we can see where it's not always great. And something that came up in my head literally just the other day when I was brainstorming about the number was the fact that we say things like, oh no, this has been compromised. You know, your, my, your bank account's been compromised. And 
I thought about it and I was talking out loud like I do when I'm kind of hoping that my guides are going to help me figure out why I'm having a certain thought um, because they'll often like help me. And what happened was I started thinking and I said the phrase, would you rather be compromising or compromised? And then I thought about it and I was like, wow, I have never really thought about it in that kind of a context before. Whenever you're not being true to yourself and you know that you're not out of your own free will agreeing to something that feels right to you, because compromise is not always bad if it means that both people, you know, are happy with the outcome. But if you're always being compromised by someone... And they're always telling you how you're going to do things or they're telling you how, you know, the relationship is going to be or telling you um, their needs and you're expected to always cater to that. Then you're being compromised because your genius and your essence is not being expressed. And so that was just something that really... I had to sit with for a few minutes because it's so powerful when you think about it. Like this word that we're told all the time from the time we're children, like you're going to have to compromise. Like you can't always, you can't have the full extent of what you would dream to have. So compromise and find something in the middle ground. Um, Not realizing that like from a very young age with also the word work, how everything's supposed to be work and how we're always supposed to compromise we're slowly and slowly diluting this genius that we were born with. And so then later on, if, if people do somehow manage to start expressing that, that is contagious. People want to be around those people and people are drawn to those people. And those people often do end up with abundance. People who are fully living in their power and in their genius often are attracting abundance as well. And so that's where that radiating prosperity comes in. And so when I thought about that too, there's another part in the gene key that explains that um, compromise is also related to um, competence. And that's another word where like we consider it just like very, I guess, cut and dry, like practical um, you know, someone who just like knows what they're doing. But the way they describe it here is that competence is when people love what they're doing. And then it expresses with these four pillars, which is enthusiasm, efficiency, flair, and flexibility. So yes, that efficiency is one part of it. But when someone's really in their genius and in their competence, as opposed to compromising, they're excited about what they're doing. They are doing it in their own way with their own flair and they're flexible. If things aren't working out in the timeline they expect, or, you know, they have to like shift a little bit here and there, you know, a little bit of compromise here and there, as long as they're still doing what they want to be doing, that they're going to, that's a formula for abundance. And so there's two E's, two F's there, you know, there's efficiency, enthusiasm, flair, and flexibility. Those are all things that 
I think we should all work on because like it's fine to have one of them but I think there needs to be that flow of the combination of them right where you're not just being efficient and you're not just being enthusiastic about something without really finding an efficient way to do it right and if you're never flexible and you insist on again only ever getting your way exactly the way you expect it because sometimes we have to think about like the flexibility comes in with the universe too it's not just other people like sometimes things happen and you, and you just can't do them the way you imagined um, and what they talk about is what compromise does is it's like a leaky wagon that's what they they say for it is that you're losing energy. So the more you compromise, the bigger that hole gets and the more energy you're being drained of versus the more you work towards doing what you want, the more that kind of closes up and you're keeping that energy for yourself. And I think that like just going back to the overall theme for today, the compromise and balance, I think that finding a work life balance is a lot like this idea of competence that's where these two things kind of merge this like squirrel energy and the 14 energy right because squirrels are very efficient they're very when they're focused on you know storing food or finding food that's all they're doing but they also will take the time to just play they're you know they'll have fun for a while if they're not finding food in one spot they'll keep looking somewhere else um you know if the weather changes they just go with it and they're just really adorable they have a certain way of running they have this flair and so the idea of balance like there needs to be a balance of all these things and we need to remember that like when we're told to compromise we have to remember like am i willingly like as a verb like choosing to compromise am i compromising with someone is there something that is making me feel good about this compromise? Or am I being compromised? Am I not compromising really at all, but really just giving in to someone else or, you know, to the expectations that are on me or what other people think I should do? Um, because if we really want to be radiating prosperity, um, there is kind of an expectation on us that we need to commit to these ideas of genius and our dreams. And something that also comes up here is that in within the compromise, we need to have courage and trust that we have the capacity to fulfill our dreams. And so I think I'm just going to leave it there because I'll probably come back to these topics again at some point um, when they come up again in the spirit crumbs. But I really do think that it's something for us to think about this idea of radiating prosperity by staying true to our goals and finding a balance in life in order to really let ourselves be our full expressions. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. 
Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.